and retired, leaving Korea, and came back, and it was tough. Welcome to the healed circle. All right, so this is what we can. We can. I can tell you the difference. Okay. Yeah. Tell me the difference. Yo, what's going on, everybody? What's going on? Welcome to another episode of Heal. This is the first live one. Y'all, y'all about that life, huh? Y'all about it? Yeah, yeah. All right. So look, y'all, I want to talk to y'all a little bit real quick about what Healed is. All right. Healed is a platform, podcast, visual and audio uh, conversation about steps that either I have taken or individuals have taken to get to where they are right now. Based off of different situations, different incidents, different uh, activated events that they've learned from. Okay, sometimes you have individuals that go through things, but they don't realize that they need to learn through that mess. Okay, but that's what healed is. So I want to let you know that you can always, always, always make sure wherever you are, subscribe. If you're watching this beautiful face on YouTube, hit that button and hit subscribe, right? Because this is the way we can stay connected. Also, if there's anything that you want to do as far as connect wise, you can always go to SethTheSpeaker.com and just check that on out. Dope information. Lastly, if you want to support this channel and get some real exclusive, look at me, exclusive content, you can always go to Patreon forward slash healed and you will get that. And you can also support the channel. So it's super dope, very low cost, but that is how you can become part of the healed circle right on so today i got the privilege for this first live episode to uh have a good friend on y'all this 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 young man well i guess he's old man now right but uh we've been doing a lot for the last few years actually three years over three years to be exact uh with the lion's den and we talk i would say just about every day and the conversations are extremely fruitful, is thought provoking, and there's growth in it. And I think it's important for you to make sure that you do have those types of individuals in your circle and exchange information and and also have a safe space to talk about transformational things. So everybody give a round of applause for this young man. You know him. Some of you hate him. It's okay. Sometimes I do too. Y'all give it up for Big Herb. What's going on? I'm a drunk shirt. Yeah, you want hey, your drunk shirt. What you hey, doing, bro? Hey, I know a way that I can I can uh support the show. I, I, oh, it, oh, it, no. it, it hit me I as know you was giving me. your monologue, it hit me how I could support the show. How, bro? Watch this. Heal the world. Where's that? Make name? it a better place. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I don't got the hook. Okay, I need to you say it, man. Saying? Yeah. Uh, hey, man, I was trying to. Hey, you could put that right there in the beginning, man. No. You know what I mean? At find no. a place for it. You got it. What's got going it. on, man? Man, nothing much, man. Uh, so again, bro, this is healed, man. And I know we have a okay. lot of conversations. Even the conversation we had this morning, bro, was on right. something different. But I think it was super, super dope. You want to talk about that real quick before we go into consequences and what we're going to be talking about? Yeah, let's talk about this morning. Mm-hmm. So this morning, hey, so I gave Seth a call, right? I was going through some things on my social media and I realized how, you know, how consumed I was by the information that I was taking in. 
And I was letting certain things start to get to me. And I remember we've talked before about a, maybe about, almost about three weeks ago about the same thing, about how even though some of these things matter in the big scheme of things, it don't matter. But once you if you consume in this stuff all the time, next thing you know, you become obsessed with it. You got to get the response in. I got to I got to let my point be known. And you're not changing nobody's mind. You know what I'm saying? All you're doing is debating useless debates that's not changing anything. We're not running for no office or nothing. We're just going back and forth with each other. For what? <laughs> right, right. You know, so I just decided I would take a break off social media for a little bit to focus on things that is more important, you know, so. Yeah. Well, man, look, I, I commend you for that, man. And every <laughs> once in a while we have to. And, you know, too, man, when we're having conversations with individuals, we have to think about, OK, how it, it, how do I feel after this conversation with this person? Right. right. Is the things that they're saying, is it going to connect me or that person to a better outcome? Are we coming together? Or do we have a plan to do something or and or is it just we're talking to keep up mess that's that becomes a distraction man i'm over here debating with people i don't even know never even met and whoa that's how bad it gets you know what i mean i'm not i don't even know these people why am i letting this get to me so much that i gotta get my word in right and it's like i remember you asked me you had you said are you are you doing it for a purpose or are you just doing it to prove the other person wrong right and as i sat with that question it's like i'm really trying to prove them wrong but for what <laughs> Why? <laughs> I'm sitting up in my bed, mad, face all screwed up. Oh, I'm telling him, tell him right now. You know what I'm saying? Like, what am I doing? Bruh. And then meanwhile, you know what I'm saying? I got real life issues that I need to be looking at with my kids, my, my marriage, you know, professionally, that needs more of that attention. So, right. you know, you know, I, I was listening to some Eric Thomas and some other motivational speakers, and they talked about, Sometimes you need to unplug to come back and shock people. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Because if you keep doing the same thing over and over again, expecting a different result, you know, they, they call it insanity. So, you know, hopefully, well, not hopefully, well, you know, my, 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 my aim is to take away time for social media to put it into something more productive so I become a better person. There you go. All right, man. Well, more look, I'll give you that. I'll give you that. I'll give you that. All right, man. So look, let's talk about consequences, man. Look, consequences. And so look, before we do, tell individuals who you are first. All you right. did because I mean, you're retired and everything right there. But where did you start, right? Prior to where you are today, and who are you, bro? Okay. So you know, I'm um my name is Herman Brown. For those that don't know me on this platform, uh, from Clarksville, Tennessee. You know, at 19 years old, I joined the military. But before then, you know, as a kid, I was a kid that grew up, uh, I'm going to say pretty free, you know what I mean? With not really too much guidance over me, you know what I mean? I, I pretty much did what I wanted to, said what I wanted to, and operated the way I wanted to, you know what I'm saying? Which didn't really set me up for success going into the military, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? For me, for me, you know, back as a kid, I handled everything, you know, physically. You know, you say something to me, well, the only only thing I know to do is handle it physically. Now, why Never, was that? 
Why did you think that you had to fight? The environment I grew up in, you know, uh, first was the trailer park. You know what I mean? Was a lot of racism, which you, you realize kids kids are racist and didn't even know why they were racist is because they parents. Mm -hmm. There was only me and another black family inside that inside that uh, trailer park. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Um, so what we knew was to fight. And then when I moved to Clarksville, Tennessee, it's the same thing. Uh, mm -hmm. What wasn't really racism then, it was just more along the lines of, well, that's how I came up. You know, I came up fighting all the time, so this is what I'm going to do. And I never really thought about consequences of that. You mm -hmm. know, I never really thought about, thought about, you know, if I fight this kid, he's going to put a little gun on me, which mm -hmm. happened. You know what I mean? I never really thought about if I fight this kid, the cops are going to come get me, which happened. You know what I mean? I never really thought about the consequences to those actions. You know, all I did was react. So here, man, look, got a question from on YouTube from 100% true. He says, no disrespect. What race is the brother on the right? Just a question. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I'm 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 part of the human race. No. Nah. Hey, hey, some people just say, look, this brother's a Mexican. You yeah, know, yeah. they so, don't know. <laughs> so yeah, you y'all don't know. So for for my, my, my father is black, African American, and my mother is Korean. Um, but growing up, I grew up not around a lot of Koreans, you know what I'm saying? Except for the few that's in my church. Right. Uh, I grew up <laughs> nothing but my black friends. So Right. But yeah, I ain't take that as a disrespect, man. Mm -hmm. For for real, ask me any questions that y'all feel y'all want to ask about me. Absolutely. So, man, look. So now we're talking about consequences. So you grew up understanding consequences there, right? But now, as you trans, uh, uh, when you transcribe that thought process, it was contingent on where you were. But now you're doing more things, you know, as a professional in the military. So what was that transition? Check it. I didn't, I, I didn't understand consequences till I got to the military. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I never really understood uh, accountability really until I got to the military. My first base, right? My okay. first base was Allison Air Force Base in Alaska. Okay. Um, I got in trouble for underage drinking. I was coming through the gate. Um, and I was in the backseat sleep and security forces asked me if I've been drinking. Okay. And I just told him, yes. You know, I, I don't know if because I was scared or why I, I didn't attempt to lie. I just told him, yes. Mm -hmm. You know, they asked me who bought me the drinks. You know, I, I didn't know who bought me the drinks. You know, I just told him, yes. Now my commander at the time, you know, commanders are leadership for those that are, that are not familiar at all with anything about military. Pulled me in the office now. In the military, anything, anything that's alcohol related, they kind of hammer you with that. You know what I mean? They they want to drive home the fact that we're not going to tolerate too many alcohol related incidents. So the going rate at that time in my in my uh try to use common language in my area of work, my my squadron, my my people was Article 15 for underage drinking, right? Article 15, for those who don't know, is really, you know, the steps that might get you put out the military, depending. Right. You're losing money, you're losing rank, right? Mm -hmm. Or you're losing, you know, how many, how much rank you have. Mm -hmm. So that's the going rate. But for me, when my, my commander saw me, he talked to me, he asked me, and I told him truthfully 
everything that I did. And, you know, I took ownership for what I did. And that went a long way for my commander. And my commander gave me an LOC, right? I thought that was, I still got kicked out of the military the way he said it, because I didn't, I, I just got in the military. Letter LOC is just, it's called a letter of counseling. It's the first, first you have a verbal counseling and the next step is a, uh, a letter of counseling. So I really got let off easy in a lot of people's eyes. Mm-hmm. Uh, so bad that another girl who did get Article 15 for the same thing was uh was outraged when she heard about what I got. But the difference between me and her was she was blaming people, lying. You know what I mean? She didn't take ownership of what she did. So I learned right then and there, you know what I mean, that okay, accountability and um accountability and taking responsibility for what you did is important. Not that I was going to start living perfect and not do some, some more messed up stuff because mm-hmm. throughout my career, I did. Many, right? Many. And we're going to get into that too, but <laughs> right, you know what I'm saying? Right. But but what I learned was, man, you know what? They probably go, They probably know anyway. They <laughs> right. probably already got it. So what's the point in line? <laughs> right? Right. Right. So, I mean, and, and that's super dope, man. Um, I think that, well, first I want to thank everybody that's checking this on out, y'all. Hey, m- let me know if this is making sense, right? If y'all appreciate it, just, just chime on in, y'all. Just give them a hashtag, we can dig it. Um, I think that is huge, especially with men, all right? And obviously, all I know is by being a man. But if you cannot own up <clears throat> to your own uh, mistakes or things that you don't know, that means that you're not creating the space to learn more, right? right? Or to experience more by saying, wait, you know what? I thought this, ah, I didn't get it right, but let me, you know, fix that. But I'm identifying the fact that I did not know, or, hey, yo, I made a mistake, right? Now, how detrimental do you think that is with an individual that's not able to grab a hold of reality and hold themselves accountable? They never want to, well, I don't want to say never, but they're going to have a harder time moving forward. You know what I mean? They're going to have a harder time putting that stuff behind them and advancing. Here's the reason why is because they think something was done to them. Oh, victim mentality. Yeah. 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 They think, they think something was done to them. They think that this is something that's completely out of control and they was done wrong. So now they got resentment. Yeah. Right. You know what I'm saying? So instead of being like, you know, man, how can I make sure this doesn't happen again? You know what I'm saying? How you know what I'm saying? How can I fix this mistake so I can grow from this? Man, they did me wrong. You know what I'm saying? I didn't even do nothing, really. Really? It's that really part of it. I yeah. didn't really even do nothing. Right. You know, I just drank a little bit. You right. know what I mean? But remember, remember that time when I volunteered at the uh at the at the fundraiser? You know what I'm saying? They forgot about that. Remember yeah. that time when I babysitted their kids? Right, right. Like, you know what I'm saying? That 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 doesn't mean you absolve from anything that's happening in the future. Now, what do you think about individuals that pull in individuals that say, look, they got away with it. See, it kind of like Ooh. your story, right? Kind right. of like your story, but reverse. So you, you're saying I need to be um, uh, removed, right? Or exempt from any type of consequ- uh, consequences because someone else did it. And I don't care about their circumstances or all of the information, not just that, I don't even know of them, but no. I'm going to bring in everybody else that was out of line. And why are you picking on poor me? 
And then so I'm doing all of that to distract from the fact that I'm still wrong. Absolutely. What you, you think about that? Man, I think today's society is crazy, right? You know <laughs> yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm gonna tell you, I'm I'm gonna get a little bit, I'm gonna get into that, but I'm gonna get into it. It's something that happened, you know what I'm saying, on a, on a large scale. Uh, Kelly. R. R. Kelly gets in trouble for being a pedophile and all that stuff. And then people want to pull out Hugh Hefner's pictures or whatever, right? Right. Are you are we really about to defend, you know what I'm saying? Somebody that's getting in trouble for being a pedophile to, to pull in somebody else and be like, well, look at him. Mm -hmm. Stop that. You know what I'm saying? We better than that. You know what I mean? People are gonna get what they deserve, whether it's karma or you know, however it's gonna happen. Now, on a smaller scale, right? You know, individual scale. Yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying? When you get in trouble, it's natural for you to see, you know, man, did I did I really get done wrong? How about that person? Right. How about this person? They did right. the same thing I did. Mm -hmm. But if you if you live your life understanding that you know you are responsible for you, you ain't got to oh. worry. Yeah. You ain't got to worry about what everybody else did. You see, and I think that's what it is. So first of all, ladies and gentlemen, if you're just tuning in, we're talking uh, with Herm, my man's Herm, right? We're talking about uh, consequences here on Healed. All right, and. He just hit something that made some sense that we avoid that piece of accountability. We avoid it. Like, why? You did whatever it is. You did that. Didn't nobody force you to do this. Didn't nobody trick you. You did what I'm saying? Wasn't no trickery up in there. What's going on, Miss CC? What's up, CC? Uh, yeah. And so she said, message, people will always get what they deserve. Just stand by. And that's the deal. It's their business. You see what I'm saying? Hey, let them do them, right? Mm -hmm. We're focused on you right now. You the one that's out of line. Let's talk about that. You feel me? Yeah. So, so now, how do you wrap your mind about, well, wrap your mind around the things back then? Because we talked about, right? You've been in issues, and I have too, you know what I'm talking about? But while we're in the military, how did you wrap your mind around the fact that you know what i did this so whatever comes i deserve it i don't want the worst i they don't i don't want the whole book thrown at me but whatever happened i need to right. make sure that it is what it is like how did you get to that point man i i don't know you know what i mean i here's here's how i got to that point for me uh-huh i i i owned up to it you know what i mean i owned up to it but i was in my mind, I was like, you know what? I'm never going to let it define me. Mm. You know what I mean? I'm not going to be defined by my mistakes. I'm going to be looked at by how I recover from my mistake. You, you know go. what I mean? Like, because we, we're not supposed to live this life, you know, perfectly. Right. You know, there's all kinds of lessons that we're going to learn as we move forward. Right. You know what I'm saying? But I'm not always going to make the right move. Even at this, uh, at this age of 42 years old, I'm going to make mistakes today. You know what I'm saying? And, but the thing is, it's like, how do I learn from it? You know what I mean? How, how do I not become the mistake? Mm -hmm. And that's how I always looked at it. It's like, okay, when I was uh, back, back in about 2013, well, I think it was about 2013. We'll say 2013. Yeah. I, did, I did get Article 15 and lose a strike, right? Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? For a, a big mistake that I made. Well, I'm not even gonna say it was a mistake because it was it was bigger than that. It was a very it was a very poor decision on my part, right? That impacted a lot of people, mm -hmm. right? Now, now I was the previous NCO of the year, 
you know what I'm saying? Uh, non-commissioned officer of the year and enlisted person of the year for that same squadron. Mm-hmm. I could easily be like, man, y'all can't let me slide. I'm the, I'm the, I'm the, the person <laughs> of the year. Right. On that right. performance report, it has that article 15 mm-hmm. and NCO of the year on the same performance report. Wow. You know what I mean? Now, I'm getting told you're not going to get, I was an E6. I got mm-hmm. my E6 stripe taken. I was at the lowest point of my life, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I got my E6, E6 stripe taken. Uh, uh, the people that was cool with me are now kind of rubbing it in my face a little bit for some reason. It's like they kick, they, some people will kick you when you're down. That's true. Right? And so I knew that I did, I made this decision. I did it. Nobody else did it to me. Correct. Right. Mm -hmm. So I had to come to work to bring it every day. You know what I mean? Because I didn't want nobody thinking that my chief, my, uh, my superintendent, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. He said to me, bro, well, Brown, this didn't happen to you. Now you could lay there like a dead horse and keep getting beat. Or you can get up and run like a thoroughbred. What you going to do? Mm. you know what i'm saying so mm. so i got up and ran man you know what i'm saying i made sure i was emceeing whatever i could i made sure that i was up in front you know what i mean and learn from the mistake that i not the mistake the poor decision that i made am i making sense no you are so here look check this out i'm about to hit on that real quick but look a shout out to cc she says the problem comes when people don't hold everyone equally accountable right you can't pick and choose Right. So look, she said you can't pick and choose <clears throat> who and when you want to uphold the standards yeah. to. What's going on, uh uh, uh James? Uh, what's good? What's good? Now, what you was gonna say about that? CC, here's the thing. Life ain't fair. And that's you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Life ain't life ain't fair. We all made it humans. People got biases. Yep. We're never going to get over that. Mm-hmm. We're, we're never going to get around that. You know what I'm saying? So if we're looking around thinking that everybody's gonna be held equally accountable. And one day that we're, yeah, you're right. The world should be like that, but it's not ever going to be that way. So what do you do? You know what and, I'm saying? Yeah. And so to that point, man, I say we do things like this. You feel me? We create the environment that we want to dwell in and realize mm-hmm. that certain uh, certain environments aren't for us. You nope. dig? So, but so now we're about to go back to this. You did something that I want to talk about that was huge, right? You took what that chief said and said, look, you can either lay there and take it, right? Or you can get up and run like a thoroughbred. There's some individuals that won't because of pride. Their pride has been um, poked at you dig? And now what they do is they run away from it. They avoid facing the music. Hold on. Let me make sure this mic is good. Listen, they avoid <laughs> facing the music and saying, look, I was out of line because I chose to do this. Even if I knew it or did not, it was wrong. Okay. That was, let, let's, let's, let's bring it down to the, to the basics. It was wrong. Mm-hmm. Now, you got choices and consequences. Ladies and gentlemen, that's what we're talking about here on the Hill episode, right? Is consequences. So what do you do when the consequences are in front of you? Do you pull at different strings to avoid those consequences? Or do you take it and then show up and show people, listen, I'm not going to let this shake me. For example, <clears throat> I too got an Article 15, right? Suspended bus. And, and that means that anything could happen within a certain time frame. You see what I'm saying? So meaning I'm under a um, monitoring probationary yeah. probation, right? It was supposed to be for six months. Do you know 
my supervisor at the time in shirt, they kind of gave me that same type of briefing, kind of talked to me that way. And then so my mind switched on to hustle, right? Switched on to hustle to the point where I was doing everything and everybody saw it. But what I did not do is make excuses. I did not make excuses. Now, let's talk about that. How did you have those conversations with individuals that was once in your corner? Now they trying to rub it in your face. How did you still have those have conversations without making excuses as to why you messed up? How did you do that? I I didn't have a conversation with them. Because mm-hmm. here's the thing, even even after that happened, I knew who I was and I knew who they were. Mm-hmm. Right. So okay. there was just one in particular person that did this to me. We was cool. Right. Mm-hmm. I I lost my E6 stripe. He was an E5. Right. So now we E5. So he'll make little jokes like oh, we E5s together, blah, 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 all these little stuff. Right. Yeah. Now, in four months, my commander gave me my E6 stripe back again. Oh. Somebody, something they said it would never happen. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. He gave it back to me after, you know what I'm saying, after mm-hmm. all the things that I, after all that I did, mm-hmm. he was still the E5. See? I made E7. What was he? He's still the E5. You feel me? <laughs> I made E8. What, what he was? He's still the E5. Did he have to retire? bro? he had to retire at some point. <laughs> he had to get out as E5. You know what I mean? And, 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 and right. the thing is, it's not that I wish that upon him, you know what right. I mean? But the thing was, it's like, I don't let my mistake must define me. Yes. I'm not going to sit here and dwell on it. I know I'm better than that. That's oh, right. you ain't going to be able to make E7. Why can't I? See, Because of that mistake that I made? Exactly. Oh, you definitely can't make E8. What you talking about? I can make E8. You know what I mean? I wasn't going to let, you know what I'm saying, what I did, I learned from it. And I became stronger and I felt like I became a better leader from it. Now, that doesn't mean I'm proud of the the decision I made. I wish I never did that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I wish that I never did it. But it helped me, you know what I'm saying, when I had other people come up and they're at a low point in their life, hey, this happened to me and I'm I'm going to tell you what I did in order to get over it. I tried to help somebody like that before. Mm-hmm. Airman of the year. Oh, yeah, I remember. Yeah, got, yeah, got, got a DUI, right? Uh, now... What he what he wanted to do was lean on. I'm the airman of the year. Can't y'all look out for me? I like it doesn't work that way. You know what I mean? You're going to have to go through this. It's going to hurt a little bit. Well, it's going to hurt a lot. But you're going to have to go through this and come out and show people why you were the airman of the year in the first place. Right. You know what I'm saying? So which one are you? Were you the airman of the year or you the person that can't get up from this this um, uh, decision you made? So what was the uh, the result of that? He ended up getting put out. You know what I mean? He ended up getting put out because he couldn't he couldn't overcome. He he, he held on to resentment that the Air Force owed him something. There we go. You know what I'm saying? Uh and so ladies and gentlemen, um <clears throat> so here we are, right? We're talking about heal. Well, we're talking about consequences and how to heal from that. Now keep this in mind. The word healed is an end result, but that's not the end. Okay, we have to heal from different stages of life in order to grow. And so what Herm is talking about is consequences in the military and things that he's experienced. But the thing is, is that this is true in any situation because every day you have choices and consequences. But 
when you make certain choices, you can't celebrate all the good things that happens. Sometimes you can celebrate those things that did not happen right because now you're able to learn. So Herm, I want to give you this, man, this last question. When was that or was there ever a time that you looked at a situation, a choice that you made, the consequences was not the best, but you was like, okay, I see why that happened. Maybe because I needed that. Maybe I needed that level of humility. Maybe I needed to sit down because I know personally I've been in situations where I was just the man, well, still the man, but I was moving in a way that I, I felt as though I was untouchable to the day I got touched. And what it did was it sat me down for me and said, okay, yeah, let me regroup because I was moving through life in the space of ego and not purpose. I wasn't serving individuals at, when I was supposed to be. I was serving myself. So <clears throat> that's my story. Did you have something similar like that when you went through something and it didn't turn out right? And you're like, okay, cool. I'm glad that that happened. Or oh, you see why it happened? I'm going to say when I was an airman, airman in uh, Korea, uh -huh. and, I, my, and, and I first got my first marriage, right? Mm -hmm. This is when I realized that I'm doing... I'm, I'm not just, it's not just me. Mm -hmm. My, you know what I'm saying? My actions going to affect more people than just me. Mm -hmm. Right. I kept getting to fights when I was in Korea. Like I was in the hood or something like, you know, like I was in the streets, you know what I mean? Like it was, I was in, like, it was, it was crazy. You know what I mean? Like every other, every other weekend I'm getting to a fight with somebody. Right. Right. And then it hit me, you know, my commander told me and this time, I wasn't even really involved in that. Somebody a sucker punched me and put, and put a good number on me, too. I didn't even know where the fight was coming from. I was just minding my own business, right? And uh, I'm in the hospital, you know what I mean? And my uh, commander told me, Brown, if your name is even involved in a fight, I don't care if, you know what I'm saying, you were just watching and you was just there. I'm going to try to take your stripes and put you out the military. And it hit me right then and there, like, well, they put me out the military. How am I going to support this new wife I just got? Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, what what am I what am I going to do? I can't keep coming out here living reckless. You know what I'm saying? Acting like I could just accept the consequence. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes when you look at the consequence, like I told my daughter, like you know, before you do something, you need to realize. Do you need to you need to look at it like if I if I do this, this is going to be the consequence. Mm -hmm. Are you can you accept that if you get caught? You know what I mean? Mm. So if, if the answer is yes, then you and you get caught, you already know what's coming. Already, you know what I mean? So so it was at that point, I was like, you know what, I need to start thinking about more than just me when it comes to these consequences. All right. You know, what I mean? like, yeah, you know what I mean? If I would have got put out when I was just a single guy, okay, you know what I'm saying? I, you know, at that young age in my life, you know, it probably wouldn't have uh, been as bad. Does that make sense? No, no, it makes a lot of sense. You know I mean? but, of sense. But now, you know what I'm saying, I'm, I'm a newly married person, you know what I'm saying, with a responsibility other than me. I got to think about who these consequences are going to affect. That's right. Like today, there's all kind of things. I want to be out there living like Scarface. You know what I mean? But, but you know, I got, <laughs> I got a wife and kids, you hey. know what I mean? Listen, bro. Hey, listen. Check this out. We all know you ain't built like that, okay? Yeah, please, like, man. You ain't built like that. Hey, but look, hold on. Look, this is what we're going to do, right? Because 
<laughs> look, I know, I know how we can get, you know what I'm saying? But ladies and gentlemen, this has been Hill. All right. This has been Hill with my man's Herm, man. Appreciate you, dog. Being on. Okay. I do, I do, I do appreciate it. And so this is what we're going to do. We're going to take a pause for the cause, right? Because this is it for y'all. However, me and Herm going to have another uh, conversation on uh, that that lifestyle, right? That he was, uh, that, that he had. But um, the only way you can contact that and hear that, you got to go to Patreon, right? It's going to be available. So again, you go to patreon.com forward slash heal. And again, this is going to be a every week thing. So if you enjoy this, please let me know. Let us know. Like, yo, this was super dope. I got something from this. And this is just real talk. We're talking about conversations, uh, different type of conversations as far as healing, consequences, trauma, but how do you overcome it? And hopefully you can get something from other individuals that can help you along the way. So again, I want to thank my man's Herm for being on and everybody. Thank you for being on as well. Make sure you subscribe. And again, you can go to setthespeaker.com and we can connect or all things set the speaker on social media. We will see you soon. All right. Y'all have a good one.